1: This paper is a review of over 70 peer-reviewed studies that have consistently shown that brain imaging that is safe and non-invasive, mostly using MRI, can often predict people's outcomes in terms of things like whether they respond to a particular program of education, a particular treatment for a mental health difficulty, uh, whether they are able to avoid criminal behaviour, a wide range of behaviours that are important for people's health and and safety.
0: So are we at a stage then where, for example, my five-year-old nephew could have one of these non-invasive brain scans and then from that picture of his brain we might be able to predict his future, I don't know, CV in, in 15 years' time?
1: So we don't have uh, studies that look over many years and predict something like a a student's future CV, but we do have already several studies, for example, that look at 12-year-olds and combining behavioral and brain imaging evidence predict which of them are abusing alcohol over the next two to three years. It's far from a perfect measure, but it's a much better accuracy than we currently achieve by behavioral interviews or tests of various kinds.
0: And your your review is actually compiling, bringing together, you said over 70 different studies that have been looking at over 500 people's brain images. And you can have a look at whether they might be, for example, more likely to respond to particular types of math tutoring or whether they're likely to have reading skills improved by particular types of teaching methods or whether they might even respond to different treatments for antidepressants in the future, two or three years down the line. How sensitive? is this brain imaging technique.
1: It varies in different areas, but in many cases it it doubles or triples the accuracy with which one can know for an individual whether they are likely to respond to a medication, for example, positively, or likely to respond to a particular form of behavioural support. Currently, it's kind of a guessing game as to which individual will benefit from which kind of available help. And so if we could make it, even if we can't be perfect, but if we could considerably improve the accuracy with which we can guide people to something that's likely to help that person then we might be able to be much more effective in matching up people's inclinations with something that's helpful to them rather than something that will not help
0: them. So what you found is basically a preemptive biological marker for particular conditions and best treatment regimes. Um, How expensive are these brain scans? So, for example, in the future, do you think we could have one in every school or every university or every GP surgery to help tailor treatment and um, diagnosis?
1: So the expense is a fairly expense to, to get an MRI, for example, if that's the, the method it turns out to be the most sensitive. It typically would be perhaps $1,000, which is quite a bit of money. On the other hand, in a purely economic analysis, if a person spends months or years trying to find the correct treatment that's effective for that person or falls behind their classmates in school, those are big costs economically to society and never mind the human costs. I think economically it's quite plausible. What remains in front of us is to make it rigorous enough, widespread enough in terms of the science that we know it's really ready to, to go into everyday use.
0: And a final question now. So within your review, you point out that um, if you image the brains of some students just as they're starting university, you can actually, from that brain image um, photograph, actually predict whether a particular student might have a propensity to become obese in the succeeding couple of years.
1: Yes, that's exactly what that's exactly what has been found.
0: So in that case, is there um, a possibility that these brain scans could could actually generate more of an alarmist response in people. So, for example, people becoming addicted to exercise before they even have an obesity problem or even develop an eating disorder as a result of the results.
1: It's a very important point that how this information is communicated and used uh, is a double-edged sword. Uh, A person could be panicked or, or, or discouraged. On the other hand, knowing that you're at risk before something bad happens and thinking hard about how to avoid an outcome that you don't want, much better than going through a difficult thing and then trying to undo it. But it is is very important. The more we can predict the future, that it's done in a constructive, supportive way rather than a discouraging, uh, destructive way. Probably the biggest caveat for the field is that we just need to do these kinds of studies on much larger and and much more representative groups of people. So uh, these beginning studies involve relatively small numbers of individuals. And in order to have real confidence that we can use this going forward, we need to have a larger sample so that we can do more rigorous statistics and be certain that if a new person arrives and we use this information, it will be uh, applicable to that person.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.